Hello and welcome back to the Key Arsenal podcast is episode 78 today. I'm your host Matthew Key and I'm delighted to be joined by two lovely co-hosts this evening. We've got Dad and Carl. How are we both doing? All good, mate. All good. All good. All good, thank you. Well, we've had uh, 14, 13, 14, 14 games uh, in the Premier League this season and now we've got we've got a break until um Christmas well Boxing Day um in terms of the Arsenal front the World Cup is on we I'm sure we'll all be watching it not quite as as invested as we have been in Arsenal it's slightly harder to get into this time than normal but yeah um we're going to talk a bit about the weekend and a bit about the season as a whole now we've got this nice not quite halfway through the season but nice nice break it's a it's a good chance to to do a sort of mid-season review um but just going to start with this question for both of you which is that if I told you at the start of the season we'd be spending Christmas day on sort of the Premier League how would you have felt and how mental would you think I was well I think your dad just disappeared. But, yeah, go uh, on, Carl. You thought he'll start. come back. Uh, it was never in doubt, was it? Who <laughs> would have thought? I mean, you know, Liverpool tick, Tottenham tick. Okay, Man United, little cross. Chelsea tick. Chelsea big tick actually, uh, and everyone else pretty much a big tick. Bar Southampton, and you just think, oh, wow, would never. If you'd have said, I'll give you 30 points at this time of the season, you've gone, yeah, okay, that'll do. Lovely, great. We're we're in the mix for the top four. And we're seven points ahead of that. Seven points ahead of that. That's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, the, the experts, the pundits, they didn't even have us in the top four. Let's be honest. I think I, think I saw one or two in the top, that had us in the top four. And I think that was Keown and Wright as well. So, yeah, some of the teams I had in the top four were interesting, but um, it's interesting. It's a fascinating season because you look at that top four, there's three teams actually that maybe some didn't suspect would be there, certainly not Newcastle, and some might have said Tottenham as well. Um, They would have had Chelsea... Man United, Man City and Liverpool as their top four, a lot, a lot of people did. Chelsea seemed to have really had a downer, which is great. Um, long may that continue. Um, it's, it's just been brilliant to watch. It, it, but it's been sort of... You, you, everyone's totally... All the fans go to the ground. It, they're totally engrossed. They're part of the solution rather than what was part of maybe part of the problem six years ago they're part of the solution it's so positive the the younger um fan base that we've got in the stadium now which i think there is a younger fan base um has definitely lifted the place it's great brilliant there you go yeah dad i don't know if you can hear me you in fact so shocked by the fact we're now to top of the league at Christmas, you actually managed to click off the the recording. I don't know if you can hear me, but yeah, for you, how was how how does it feel knowing that Christmas Day you're gonna sit there and 
You're going to come back after World Cup break and Arsenal are going to be top. Um, I have to say, I, I, didn't, I didn't see us being top. I thought we might scrape into the top four, but I thought that would be a would be somewhere between four and five. I'm with Carl. I genuinely look at it and I go, I wasn't convinced us, Tottenham, and that's not an anti-Tottenham comment, would be in it. Certainly didn't think Newcastle would stretch to being in there. So there's, as Carl said, three, three teams you probably didn't expect to see in the top four. I certainly expected Liverpool and Chelsea, but I should have learned by now. With Chelsea, you you never know what what's around the corner with them. Um, but I certainly expected those two to be in that top four, and then it was which one of probably Arsenal, Tottenham. Manchester United would be the other one. So, yeah, it's good. It's good. We just have to hope that the World Cup doesn't send us the wrong way and that everyone comes back fit and not too hammered by the experience. I don't mean in the drinking sense. I mean in the... <laughs> so, certainly mean, not. I've seen the prices. No. But, yeah, I mean, that's the only bit that worries you, that you, you, you've been going along well. What, what amps to your momentum? We've got three, three friendlies before, before yeah. they start again. I'm, is, it, I'm... is it Milan, Leon and... Yeah, Milan, Leon. Yeah, we're isn't... we're playing Milan, um, Milan and Leon. Liverpool rules showing it, but we're not going playing against them. Oh, right, it's okay. just sort of a Emirates Cup type thing where you play two games in two days. The and Yeah, ironically, and I you get points for winning, and then whatever the result is, they're doing a penalty shootout afterwards as well for an extra oh. point. I thought there was a gap between the matches, though. And then there's the one on the Thursday, one on the Monday, or something. Oh, like it, that. Might, it could be. It could be. Yeah, I, I just it's, know it's that not, it's not just over a weekend. No, there's there's ah, there's okay. two there's two games with a gap in between. I just yeah, so. I just knew the the sort of format of it. Um, but yeah, we've got we've got that. Let's let's talk about the the weekend then, because obviously it was one where we knew we could be, and again, doesn't doesn't mean much, but it's always it's not. It's nice to have been top all this time, and it would have been, it would have been really annoying actually if, I, having spent all that time at the top the last week, we just just fallen behind into second place. But yeah, with one game to go, we sort of we'll talk about our game first. It's that it looked really horrible going to a place which is it's difficult to go as we've we've said a few times. Um, evening kickoff as well makes it that bit harder. They bought a new manager to get the get the crowd going um, before the game. He'd met all the players, so even though he hadn't trained them, they were all up for it. Having, well, going out to try try and impress him. The weather was horrible, which always worry about with with Arsenal. But just another sign of 
of how good we've become, Carwin, that after a really dodgy first half where not much happened and say it looked like it was going to be really awkward, it was just one you thought, if you can, nick it 1-0, move on and have, have your break. But it was just the second half performance which just showed how, how good we'd become, um, both in terms of quality and in terms of managing a game. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I, I actually missed the first 25 minutes or so. I was on my way back and uh, I, I got in, I, you know, I missed the penalty shout and stuff like that. But yeah, it was a pretty ropey last 20 minutes. And if the first 25 was anything, anything like that, then... Um, God help you. I thought Saka, I kept thinking he's not controllable. I, I actually said to someone who was in the room, probably with a wife, I went, he looks like he's ill or something. And I think he, he was one of the ones that must maybe was suffering because he, he was dreadful. And, and you know, you, there was there were three or four players that were dreadful. I didn't know about Jacker at that point, obviously. It was a couple of minutes later, I realised he weren't on the pitch and uh, <laughs> done a bit of checking. But, um, yeah, it was... It was a decent second half performance, actually. They just they just bumped it up a little bit, didn't we? Bumped up the the energy and the speed, and the, the you know the, the ball was travelling at pace again. Um, isn't it, apart from Odegaard, no one really stood out. The nice ball from Vieira for the goal. Um, yeah, but apart from him, no one really stood out. But no one actually. Gabriel played well again. The the defensive Gabriel. Um, he played well again, just as a point, because he he got a little bit of stick earlier on the season, un, 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 uh, undeserved as well. Uh, but I thought he had a good game. Um, but yeah, we we didn't look like we was ever going to concede, did we? Really? It was um, just one of them games. We looked like we could have got it out of maybe got out of second gear if we wanted to in that first in that second half. First half, we didn't even get our first gear. Yeah, and Dad, it was, as I say, it was a game that needed needed a moment of magic. And as Carl said, um, Saka wasn't playing very well. Martinelli was, was pretty ineffective. Um, Jesus, Jesus was all right, but obviously he's lacking that bit of that cutting edge in front of the goal. So it was, it was Captain Fantastic that um, stepped up not once, but twice. Oh, yes. He's... Um... He's been quite quiet in recent weeks, but it got on the end. It, in fairness, Carl's mentioned it, that the first goal, I'll take my hat off to Vieira because I haven't been his greatest fan in recent weeks. He's, But that was a decent ball. That, I think he, I think some of it is... He, Dreadful he first needs, touch. Good second. Yeah. He's, he needs, I'm, I'm going to say, he looks a bloke with lacking a little bit of confidence. He looks like a bloke, he probably needs a run of games, which sounds stupid, but he he does. Because he'd stunk the, stunk the place out a few days before in the home game against Brighton. He was poor. Um, he probably, I'm hoping the next few weeks, he'll in effect have a, bit of a pre-season so he might come back looking a bit fitter and a bit stronger and a bit sharper because he didn't get a pre-season but yeah there, there were two or three they looked off off the pace and and 
you knew Xhaka was ill because he'd gone off ill. And then later on, it comes out, there was four or five of them ill. Which, if you put it in context, especially the first half, shows it was a good display. And I go back to not that long ago, three or four, especially your, your Saka and Martinelli off the boil, we'd have lost. Um, I thought we Martinelli played well in the second half, to be fair. Yeah. He, he did the, he stepped yeah, up a bit. Yeah, very good. Start, sort of started both the goals, actually. Is a sort of run from one side to the other, the first one, and then a bit of a dodgy touch, but won it back. Did really well to find Zinchenko. Great the way he won that back, actually. It was poor from the defender, but it was great from him. Yeah. And then yeah, the other side of it, Carl, he, you know, even Saliba probably didn't have didn't have as good a night as he has had. But top the pace. He, and again, you don't know if he was one of the ones that was ill. Immediately, I, I I thought him, well, obviously Xhaka, but him, uh, Saka, and uh, and Party were the ones yeah. who just looked a little bit off the pace. So I don't know if they were, but they just didn't have their greatest games. But we managed to win, and you're quite right. I mean, other than Podence flicking a ball up and doing some sort of bicycle kick that I didn't know got in his locker, and Somebody smashing one over the bar. I can't remember who it was because they didn't really look like scoring. The only problem was when you've only scored one, you're always in, in danger of. Yep. But certainly once we've got the second one, we controlled the game really well. So you look at it, you go, not a nice away game. Certainly, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure the people from Sky weren't looking forward to us. A little bit of an upset with us losing, not much, but you look at it and you go, that's a really good three points. And I know we got three points there last year, but that looked a better three points this year than last year's three points. So, yeah, quite happy with that. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, got to give, give Ramsdale a shout out because he didn't have much to do, so decided yeah. to spend his evening winding the Wolves fans up as much as possible. <laughs> it was funny. was incredibly entertaining. Um, I thought Zinchenko was someone else that had a, had a really good game, had a terrible moment at the end, actually, when yeah. he yeah. Gave, gave the ball away. But other than that, very, very solid. And that playing as left-back coming into midfield really helped. Because I think party defensively was decent, but in terms of um, starting moves going forward, wasn't up to his up to his usual standard. So Zinchenko really stood up there. I thought um, Jesus another good game, as I said earlier, lacking that cutting edge in front of goal, but pretty pretty good game. And as you said, Dad Erdegaard, absolutely superb. Well, yeah, he. Especially he's, actually, he's he's our top top scorer in the league as well, which yeah. sort of gone under the radar, but Surprised yeah, and, and Garth Crooks even likes him. So don't know if you read that one, but he said he he likes Garth as a fan because he doesn't over celebrate and um, yeah. he brings uh, brings class to an Arsenal team which otherwise lacks it apparently. So yeah, he's a nice. Such a knob. 
Garth Brooks is sorry, but he's such an. I, I, I like him because he's so harmless, but he's such a knob. You know, it just, it's like, oh, God, he's gone again, he's gone on again. It's not like Richard Keyes, you know, which is like vindictive and nasty. Garth Crooks is just like a bit passionate, but he's not like, you know. Yeah, dear. Good old Garth. Oh, dear. And yeah. so that was the Wolves game. And what I failed to mention is that earlier in the day, we got a nice little... Um, present from us in the for, form of Brentford and Ivan Tony, who has had one of the strangest weeks ever in f- uh, for a footballer, but certainly from an Arsenal point of view, we'll take it because that loss again was nothing where you weren't sure how, how we were going to react to it from City. You weren't sure if we'd get a bit complacent and having already known we were going to be top and um lose focus, drop some points, but we did eventually manage to take full advantage and we, we find ourselves five points clear. So yeah. what I'm going to have to do is I, I'm I, it's midway through the season. Well, this uh, this mid-season break, I'm going to have to ask the question and we no idea how this World Cup is going to affect people because Kane could get injured and we all know that would ruin Tottenham's chances the same way Saka got injured that would ruin our chances and so also Haaland going wherever Man City are going could get a freak injury on the training ground and get injured we've no idea but I'm going to have to ask do you think we can win it no why not because they have a bigger squad and they have better players and they play a very similar style to us. Yeah. I hate to be, I'm not being pessimistic. I am, I am absolutely gobsmacked how well we're doing and how wonderful it is. Um, and we are their nearest challengers at the moment. I don't know if that will last. I hope it does. <coughs> um, I still would fancy Man City. But I, 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 you know, I, it's, it's, it, I ain't gonna stop celebrating. It's great. I love it being top. But yeah, I mean, you know, some of the teams will struggle to catch us now. I'm not gonna mention names just in case one of them does, because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Liverpool are gonna go on a mental run at some point. I'm glad we played them once, because I think they'll go on an absolutely mental run. And anyone who hasn't played them yet, and I'm not sure if any of the top four haven't played yet. Maybe Newcastle haven't played them yet. I, don't, I honestly don't know. Um, someone is going to... Yeah, uh, Liverpool, the only team that beat Newcastle this season. They got a dodgy right. goal in the last minute. In the 98th minute or something it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So I, But I expect them to go on a big run at some point because, you know, they're not, they're not a top 10 side, are they? They're a top four side. They're a top two side, really. Um, so they will go on a run. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think the squad that we've got we're very reliant on two fewer players if one of them misses out okay we might be able to find uh you know if Enketia comes into a Jesus you know it's a it's a it's it's downwards but it's it's not off the off the curve but if if Saka goes whoever replaces him is a big downward step Martinelli goes hopefully Smith Rowe's available 
Um, and same with Odegaard, you've got Smith Rowe and you've got a, a, a few others, so that's quite decent. Um, but in midfield again, you've got Party and and Jacker, and it's although El Nenny coming back does help the situation, there is a huge gap between them two and the rest. Central defence, we're okay, I think, with the three. Uh, there's a big difference when you drop down to Rob, not in terms of defensive quality, but in terms of quality on the ball and various other, you know, attributes. And at fullbacks, I think we're pretty much well covered. Uh, don't know about goalkeeper, don't know enough about the other other fellow yet. So, yeah, so it's, um, it's midfield that worries me most and Saka. But how do you cover a player like Saka who's that good? You can't. He's yeah. just reliant on it. It's like the, asking City to cover for Kevin De Bruyne. You know, he, he is that good that even any of their players is a is a is a downward step from him. Yep, can't can't disagree. I'm, I'm with with Carl Matthew. I think we're I'm, really competitive for second. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sounds ridiculous. We're five points up. I just don't no, even I, want to think about that, that. That's a good analogy, Carl. Because if if you honestly look at it, Matthew. You've, you've played 14 games. Yeah. You'll, you'll get to Christmas, by which you'll have normally played 19 or 20, and we'll still have 24 games or whatever to play as against 20. We'll have 21 games to play. Uh, yeah. 22 games to play at Christmas, wasn't it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, 15, 23 games to play at Christmas. After Christmas, after West Ham, sorry. And um, then... Which is ridiculous. Yeah, and then you, you throw in whatever's gone on with the World Cup or whatever happens. You you throw in, you've still got the Europa League and at some point the teams become better teams. Yep. You've, you've got the FA Cup. Okay, yeah. You know, I, I, I've always got a soft spot for the FA Cup, personally, but so you add a bit of that in, you add the Europa League in, you add whatever else in, that's a lot of games. I'm with Carl, I don't think the squad's that deep, I haven't thought that for a long time. I look yeah. at City. Their B team would come in the top four. And... and the B team is probably a good analogy. You you look at Diaz, top quality centre half. The yeah. Port, they got Stones, they've got Akanja, they've got Cancelo, they got Kyle Walker coming back from being injured. They've got top goalkeeper. I can't think who the reserve goalkeeper is, by the way. It doesn't really matter. You get to them. Some German bloke who I've seen in the Champions League not do anything ever because they just have the ball all the time. (laughs) You've got De Bruyne, you've got Haaland, you've got Grealish, you've got Foden, you've got Bernardo Silva. Although, yeah, it's a lot of guys. Can I just, can I ask, can I ask, with, um, I completely agree, Saka, Partey, irreplaceable. Jacker. Jacker. Whoever, if Haaland or De Bruyne got injured, they're irreplaceable, aren't they? 
Yeah, but there's there's. Oh, all right, okay. So if De Bruyne goes, the team strength around can pick it up, can pick up the flack, the the uh, slack, I should say. Yeah. Uh, with the player that comes in, who is going to be top, top, top notch. Yeah. Who's going to come in for Saka? Reese Nelson at the moment seems to be in pole position. Not a bad player. I'm not having to go at Reese Nelson, uh, but he's got a lot of the proof to be at the be at the next level, which is basically pushing to start because he ain't pushing to start. He's made big strides this year uh, yeah. that I thought was probably beyond him, but he's still. Uh, congratulations, you've earned your place on the bench on a regular basis. That's where he is at the moment. Whereas City's bench, you look at the City's bench and any other team, they'd be in, they'd be in the starting liner. Yeah. So that's that's the difference. So yeah. although it is a big, if if Haaland or De Bruyne got injured, it's a it's a bigger step down, even between Eddie, even down to Eddie from Jesus at the moment. Eddie's still got a point to prove because he's he's guaranteed a bench. He needs to push himself to be. Yep. You, you Gabriel's looking. rival, considering it, that Jesus hasn't scored, pretty much. You know, he should be yeah. pushing him. You look at City. Is it Alvarez or whatever his name is? They they bring off their bench. Is it Alvarez, yeah. Matty? I can't remember. It. Yeah, the Argentinian bloke up top. Yeah. yeah. The Argentinian bloke has gone to the World Cup. Probably. And yeah, you just generally look through. I think they're pretty their their squad is unbelievably good. Yeah. They've also got the we know how to win it because we've won it. Whatever it is, four times out of five, and and they've won it with the team that in in Liverpool, who in most I'm going to say normal times, certainly previous times, would have would have won would themselves would have won the league probably four times out of five. So you know when you're getting ninety odd points and coming second, that's that's a good side. Yeah, I mean, if you'd have offered me top four before the season starts, I'd have snapped your hand off. Yeah, you've now got to sit there and go, we're in a good place. Yeah. Can we come second? That would be really good. And then yeah. if you look at where we've come from, because if you're honest, you were eighth the year we won the FA Cup. We were eighth, didn't qualify for Europe. We've come fifth. If you if you finish second, whichever way you look at it, you say that's improvement. Yeah. And then you take the joys of whatever the Champions League brings you. You take a bit of that money and you take the, oh, you can qualify for the Champions League, whether I agree with it or not, because I think the player should want to play for you no matter what competition you're in, but yeah. it clearly does attract better players. There must be a lot of young players across Europe, good players, thinking, I could go to Arsenal, they're all young, they're getting better. Would you say that for all the other teams? You, you know, come January... Chelsea will spend some more money. They're not going to be happy with the quarter of a billion they spent in 
the summer, they will go and spend more money. They will. I, I this is a merely Kevin's opinion, but I suspect Newcastle, if the right players are around, won't be shy of spending money on a player. They've got the money. Again, City, they don't really tend to buy anybody in January unless they see somebody they really want. And they actually have the luxury of they can buy somebody and not take them straight away. They can do a deal with a team and say, we'll give you whatever millions now, but you can keep him till the end of the season. To be yeah. fair, Newcastle, they, they haven't really splashed the cash that much no. in the summer, did they? No. They it's spent really 100, and, 100 and something million last January, Carl, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they, they were in trouble. They were down and, the bottom, I think. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's he's used the market well. Yep. You know, he got Nick Pope for nothing. Yeah, he got he got some squad players who were who were still filling the squad. They were they were yeah. first teams perhaps last year. He's done a fantastic job actually. Yeah. And they're actually playing decent football. Yep, yep. That's, which is different from last year when they played us because they were absolutely appalling down at our place, just negative. Yeah. Well, and just um, wanted to kick people. Yeah, well, they probably had Robert Jones as ref, so that's probably why they can do what they want with him. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, would it, would I take finishing second at the moment? Yeah, I would. Well, see, and that's the thing. This is the, the difference. Where I think and my heart says they're going to finish, sorry, my head says they're going to finish, obviously there's a bit of my heart begging that we're gonna we're gonna do this and all that but i just cannot let it rule rule me because one i don't want to get that bloody depressed when we don't do it and two i actually don't think we will do it realistically i don't think we will do it the element of hope is we're five points clear we've got 14 games gone we haven't had a we have, we have had a little rough patch but nothing nothing major um see just add theirs <laughs> <laughs> had it last yeah. Saturday for 97 minutes or whatever it was against a bloke who didn't want to score an asterisk because he didn't have a bet on it. But um, yeah, oh sorry. <laughs> um, but that was that was really good. And seeing um, Josh De Silva involved as well, who I've got a soft spot for. Ex Arsenal had a lot of bad injuries. Good man, played well. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see our, our city come back from that. I, I was just going to ask, actually, because firstly, whenever City beats someone, you're always looking out for who they're playing next week because they're always yeah. going to then spank them 7-0 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but all these years, they've sort of been, especially the last, well, Liverpool have been there, but they normally just get 98 points or whatever and just have it all their, their own way. So how... How are they gonna respond to to being five points behind? Do you think? I don't know, and this is just makes it really interesting, right? Because we're in effect we're having a winter break. Yeah, okay. There's players going to the World Cup. They're not playing that often, or none of ours are. They're, they're, apart from they're, they're maybe three or four stars, but even then, they're not playing a huge amount of games compared to what they have been. So it'll be training, relaxing, playing a few games. It's not going to be too 
much unless I get the final, of course, which, um, you know, maybe one or two of them will. Don't know. All right. So it's the equivalent of a, of a winter's break and a pre-season. After a pre-season, first few games in, in August, sometimes you get some funny results. Yep. Yeah. So we might well come back and see some funny results where teams, their, their preps ain't, ain't so good. <coughs> it would have been nice to have played West Ham before the pre-season break or the, the mid-season break because they've been absolute pants all season. Yeah. So it'd have been nice to have played them, but we didn't get that opportunity. Um, um, and we're, we're playing them first time out the gates. So can we keep our momentum going more so than how will Man City be affected? If we keep our momentum going, ask me that after, I tell you, ask me that in, in 10 more games time. After 24 games, Matthew, when there's 14 well, I, games I was, left. I was going to say, looking in January, you've, Newcastle on the second is, is yeah. the game, but it's one where at home you'd, you'd expect win. us to be to win because evening game at home, everyone's going to be up for it. So then there's... I've got Spurs and Man United. I was going to say, I think there'll be FA Cup on the next Saturday. And then Spurs and Man United back to back. I think it's Man United, then Spurs. So there's that that point. Bear in mind as well, by then we could have, might have bought a couple in as well. It's that sort of the bit, because again, that'll be about the 19 game mark. I think end of Feb is, or middle or end of Feb is where you're going to know if we're going to hang around in, we're going to be competitive. I still don't think we'll win it, but if we're going to be competitive, if we're going to put up a fight, we'll know then because we'll have over 20 games gone and you know, you know, you might have a little bit of a bad run, but you know, if you know, you might fall six points behind, but you, you'll know that you're still in with a shower. If you're within six points of, of Man City by that point, then you're doing well this season because they're they're, yeah. they're they're in theory should be a level above but we'll see it's it's how far i'd like to, I'd, I'd, i'm more interested in many ways because i expect even if we even if we carried on if we won the next six games and only lost one say out of the next seven um i'd still expect city to be right on us yeah i'm more interested to see will anyone else be on us because there are some lovely gaps appearing between, not just between us and and, uh, and Spurs and Newcastle, but Spurs and Newcastle and the rest. There's, there's gap. There's a big gap. Yeah, um, I mean, United have got 26 points. Yeah, well, Newcastle have got 20, 28, 29? 30. 30. So it's a four-point gap. Between but the top... They've played 15, United have played 14, Liverpool have played 14, they're on 22. Right, okay, so we're on level games with, with Liverpool. Liverpool and United, we're on level games with City. And Chelsea have got 21 points, haven't they? Yeah, and they've got... They've yeah, I, I, okay, so you've you've both said you expect Liverpool to go on a run, so yeah. that's that's 15 points. Chelsea, 20... Uh, 17, 16? 16. 16 points. Are they do we think we've we're gonna finish above them? Do you, yeah. do you think they can make that points up? Is a lot. 
Yeah. Because on I know you, the, the, the I, okay, yeah, that 40, 14 games. But to be 16 points behind after 14 games. I'd be very disappointed if they caught us now. Really disappointed. I'd be absolutely gutted. I could I could suffer Liverpool doing it because I, I I'm I'm pretty sure yeah, they're gonna yeah. go on one of these ridiculous runs where they'll go sort of not only 12 games undefeated, but they'll win the lot. Yes. Yeah, they'll win every single one. So che- I'm, I'm Chelsea have it. played Chelsea played 14, won six, so less than half. Yeah. And lost five, so over a third. Yeah. Their goal difference is zero, scored 17, conceded 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've scored almost twice the amount of goals they have, and we've got a striker up top who hasn't scored in eight games. Yeah, there's a few few other fans, non non Arsenal fans, said, "Oh, we played Chelsea. That was the biggest one nil thrashing they'll ever get." Yeah. yeah, we 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 battered them, but we only won one nil. Um, defensively, they creak. They're missing. They're missing key players. Um, and attacking wise, they're not quite there. For whatever reasons, I fully expect them to go out and buy someone up front. I don't know who it is, but I fully expect them to, to spend stupid money and buying someone. Um, yeah. So, but but I don't expect them. Oh well, sorry, it's not. I don't expect them. I would hope that we would not lose sixteen points to them over the next thirty twenty four games. I'd be really disappointed by that. They, that would be an Arsenal disappointed rather than Chelsea have necessarily surprised me. But I just don't expect us to lose that to them. To Liverpool, uh, I'll make an exception for them. Yeah. Any other team with that sort of gap, I, you, 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 we shouldn't be losing that amount of points. Not now. But, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? Mikel I, does. I, I think it. I think the unknown thing is, Carl. You've never had. A, I'm going to say a break. It's not really a break. You've never had a World Cup. It, you know, in this part of a season. Yeah. And I, I'll say, you know, you you look at it and you think it's it sounds soppy. You know, if Brazil win the World Cup, what happens to two or three of ours. Likewise, Liverpool have got a couple. Likewise, Man City have got a couple. You can't tell. They're going to go on here, aren't they? They're going to have a few beers, but they've got to get back to the... It's not like a normal season. They've got yeah. to forget about it pretty pretty sharpish. It's just the way it is. Yeah. You I, can't I see... just don't know how that affects someone. And likewise, whoever loses the, the final... Yeah. You know, if you've got... You know, what I'm saying... I'm, I'm just pegging names up. Let's just say it was Belgium. What happens to De Bruyne if if they lose the final? Well, Does he never sit with favourites? He'll, he'll be absolutely shocked they made it that far. That's what I'll yeah. happen. Yeah, I would imagine the quarterfinal, semi-final will be there. And if they get any further than that, they're doing really well. And that will, to to be honest, his age may well start to count against him then. And that's yeah, and that's another thing in it, Carl, isn't it? You know, you look at. You know, Chelsea's midfield, I think, probably without Mount in there, they're quite old. Likewise, Liverpool, although Thiago isn't going to the World Cup, they're quite old. 
yeah it'll be it'll be interesting you just we just don't know do we so it is a no. great unknown because normally you 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 have a World Cup and then players come back late for pre-season. Yeah. yeah. They miss they miss the first few games of the season. It may well be that who if if we have a player or players that get to a final, they may well miss the West Ham game and come back for Brighton. I I, I honestly don't know. I'm just it it, it could be that he, he he may do that. I don't think he will. But uh, So what you're he, saying is the worst case scenario is a Brazil England final. Ooh. No, because we, we'll only have Saka playing from from England. Yeah, but Ben White would still be there. He'd still be there, so would Ramsdale. But they'll be yeah, chilling out. Them. They'll be warming the bench because yeah, Southgate. Yeah, Southgate showed he's got a lack of faith in the two of them, um, and he hasn't got a lack of faith in Saka. Um, he hasn't got a lack of faith in Declan Rice. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I think that um, Paqueta is in the Brazil squad as well. He is. Yeah, yeah you, you honestly don't know, Matthew. It's, it's really hard to say. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to have to be something we're going to have to come back to. And even after the first, we're still not going to know when it's finished. It's only going to be after the first couple of games that we're going to be able to say, because anything is just just yeah. guesswork. But I in terms of in terms of the title, my thoughts on it are, I, I think we can win it. Because I've just bit my age, I've never had this sort of feeling about the about the club. I don't think we are going to win it, but I think I think we can. And and but I'm not I'm not going to be disappointed if we don't. That's the other important thing to say. Yeah. I'm no no one at the end of the season if we come second should be disappointed or anything because to to be in the running is. Is an is an achievement in itself. Being competitive is all we all all, we, all I ever wanted. Really, you want to be competitive, and 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 we are. Um, and, but, but you know, we've we've only had fourteen games. We've got twenty four to go. So, so yep. you know, we're only a pretty much a third of the way through the season. Yep. Um, the back <laughs> we have this break pre-season mid-season break but it's still quite early on i mean it might be that it catch up with us last five games of the season yeah the two kits in I, yeah. I honestly don't know it depends what we do in europa league the fa cup fa cup i think we're going to blow out i think we're going to not, not not like you know but we, we will not play we'll play a squad team like we did against brighton and brighton was awful against and i think that's what's going to happen this time we're going to we're going to play a squad team uh, Europa League we're going to take seriously. Maximum we can play seven games in that. Yeah. So um, that's not so bad actually. And and the chance as well that we a lot of the as we said a couple of weeks ago a lot of the teams you'd want to avoid ended up playing each other so that gets rid of half of them in effect yeah. which is which right so that that's going to be an interesting thing and you might get to a point at the season where you're still in the running so you not necessarily have to sacrifice the Europa League but you change your team more for that or on the other hand you're in the semi-final of the Europa League you've ended up five points behind City with five to go and you end up sacrificing a league game by rotating so you can get through to a Europa League final we just 
we'll, we will see. We'll see. It's it's going to be interesting, and we're going to. Ironically, when you look at all the teams that towards the top, just after the World Cup, Manchester United have got the best fixtures. They've got a home game against Burnley in the Carabao Cup, home to Forest, away to Wolves, home to Bournemouth, and then home to City. Yeah, City have got some hard hard games, actually. Because they've still got to play Tottenham, Chelsea twice and obviously us as well but we know that fixture hasn't been rescheduled yet they're hoping that's going to be a title decider at the end of the season yeah, get it get it in Slower. may yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah well just the spurs always be man c so we know that's going to happen <laughs> a draw a draw for absolutely ideal normally I always want man city to him but take a draw <laughs> yeah it's a lot of the season to go we just don't know this is Mid-season break, it's just, it's just... Yeah, we, we honestly fantastic. could come back after after three games after the World Cup and we'll be level with Man City. Or we could be 10 points clear. We it could be, go either way and you just don't yeah. know. And they've, got, and they've got some stonking fixtures just after the World Cup looking. They've got yeah. Liverpool in the Carabao Cup. Good. Leeds away at 8 o'clock on the 28th oh, of horrible. December. They're then at home, New Year's Eve to Everton, away to Chelsea, away to Manchester United. There you go, 10, 10 points clear by the, home to, by the New home Year. Home to Wolves and away to the Spuds. Oh, that's gorgeous. That's superb. So they're, they're playing Spurs. Be... So Spurs are playing Man City and then they're playing Arsenal, that must be then. Somewhere a bit like we've got United then Spurs. Or Spurs, something. yeah, 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 yeah. We're going yeah, to be cool, Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be second by the time that rolls round by the time <laughs> <of> it. <laughs> right. Be. That we will, as I say, we'll have to see. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to have an extended few questions of the day. I've got four in in total. Um, Three of them Arsenal-related, one of them isn't. The first thing I'm going to ask you both to do is nominate a player of the season so far for me. William Saliba. Saliba, Carl, straight oh, away. Oh, straight away I'm thinking, oh, maybe I should have said Ben White. Oh, I'm going to have to well, stick with your first answer, I'm yeah. afraid. Saliba. I, I, I'm probably going to go his second choice, which was Ben White. Ben White. Good. Deserves it. He's yeah. been fantastic. And I still that it's, it's one it's one you can't pick a wrong answer really, can you? Unless you Cedric would probably be wrong. But other than that, it, <laughs> fine. I, I was gonna go for Xhaka, so uh, just uh, because yeah, I think I think Saliba has been better than Xhaka, but just the surprise element of it has just just been brilliant to brilliant to watch. So yeah. Yeah. The crowd should be player of the season. The crowd is unbelievable. Only team with a hundred percent record at home now, by the way. Is that right? Yeah. Well, there you go. That means we're going to play second, against West Ham. Second in the home table, having played oh. six home games, which and is less than anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Joint, but still. Okay. Um, goal of the season so far. Oh, oh, probably. Oh, can I go first? 
Yeah, go on. Yeah, you go, go for it. Thomas Partey against Tottenham. Oh dear. Well, I was going exactly the same. So I, 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 I there are some other good ones. Thomas Partey's goal the other week was really good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'll go with that as well. I can, I, can I pick the same as Kev? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I, that was what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I was. So I've gone going through my head because I like to. I always love the team goals. So I was trying to think what what's the best team one been this season ones. and there's been the I, the the counter-attacking against liverpool was really good the like, goal in the first minute against liverpool was really nice as well i like reese nelson's goal as well where he starts it from yeah who was yeah. that against where he's, he, he broke forest. it up forest forest, forest. Yeah. i love that goal because of the fact but, that he's yeah in the end i'd forgotten about one completely and I thought it has to be that, and it's Saliba against Bournemouth because it. it I just it was. The, I just thought we are absolutely taking the piss here because we tuned a lot absolutely cruising. We've been singing the bloke's name in the in the away <laughs> end for the the whole of the first half, and then five minutes into the second, you just bang that in from the edge of the area. Oh, it was just so good, and I thought, ah. Oh. So yeah, um, yeah, we've had a few actually. Vieira as well. No one mentioned that. Against yeah, Brentford Leicester, was a really nice goal. Was it Brentford? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I think Leicester then. I think Leicester got through there. Bye bye. Um, okay, performance of the season. So team team performance of the of the season. I I I I I, 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 I go first. Yeah. Yeah, go, go for it. I, I've, I've got to say Chelsea away. Chelsea I, away. I just thought against a team that have given... OK, we, we won, the, won a few times there recent, in recent years, but quite frankly, we we flew to... That was no fluke. That was that was the, the nearest you'll get to a 1-0 battering and a surrender from a, an half-decent Chelsea team. They didn't surrender, but they knew they weren't going to win no matter what. Um it was that was a really good, really strong team performance. There was no one had a an iffy game. They're all eight out of tens minimum. Yep. Yeah, I'd have to say, I I agree with you, Cole, because the last couple of years we we've won at Chelsea, so and you have looked at it sometimes as much. You know, I'm smiling away because we're beating Chelsea, and I'm not a great fan, but that. It, it to me is, I'm an Arsenal fan. We've won one nil. We've absolutely bossed a team that two years ago were world club champions, were champions of Europe. Not that long ago, they've won the Premier League. Yeah, and we absolutely schooled them. And and you know, I, I listened to the radio. When you hear somebody like Jason Cundy, who whether you like him or not, he is a Chelsea fan. He works mm-hmm. for Chelsea, but when he comes away and the next day he goes, "They are the real deal. We got bossed. We got taught a lesson. We were lucky. It's only one." You think that's a that's quite a I'm going to say a compliment on us. 
I don't think I've actually seen a better Arsenal performance away from home against a really good side, because they are a good side for years and years and years, Carl. I can't think of one. When your goalkeeper could probably put a deck chair out and smoke a cigar with, with what he's had to do all afternoon. Yeah. So you you go in that one as well, Dad, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I'm be honest, given your dislike on from, I'm sure you've not mentioned Liverpool at home. I thought that might be the one you'd go for. Or we might have gone for Tottenham. Tottenham, uh, obviously, is always, but we always beat them at home, and they're yeah. normally always really rubbish as well. And that, uh, that was and the we're case. always rubbish at their ground. That's the yeah. interesting yeah. month for me in January. It's just, just what three points. Mm. Um, again, one that I don't think was the best, but really sticks out in my mind was the the Fulham one when me and you went, Dad, and yeah. they we played really well. They'd scored with their only attack yeah. from a mistake we turned it around none of the goals really that, that good or whatever we got the job done i just remember leaving the ground that day and thinking yeah we we are really good yeah i, th- I think the cliche isn't it carl you, mm. you've not actually played that well and we didn't play badly we've gone one nil down and we've managed to win with a real late goal that was that was something as well we were horrendous at last year. We we won yeah. once from a losing position last year against yeah. Wolves. And and that yeah, I mean as a display, it wasn't our best display. I can think of five, six much better displays. As yeah. a spirit and character sort spirit of way. And character, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Liverpool, as I say, the the way play that well then be pegged back a couple of times and then yeah. play even better and like we did in the second half was yeah. was really good um and Brentford as well which Brentford we talked one. about a lot of the time the sort of voodoo and the narrative that, that was trying to be created from what had happened the year before to play like that and every time I watch Brentford I I'm more impressed by it yeah uh, you got a point there Brentford was a because they're a better team than they're, they're such a good team, and especially at home. Yeah, and they, uh, me and Dad said uh, at the weekend, Man City obviously dominated the game. Brentford had the better chances by miles, the, the sort of the whole way through. Yeah, you, I wasn't really surprised when they when they nicked it. It was obviously really nice, but wasn't wasn't that all that surprising if you'd watched the game, you could could see it coming. Yeah, that was that was a, a really good one, and just re- really comfortable. We even brought the the fifteen year old on, and yep. that was that was that was great. But again, no, no, so many to to choose from. It's really difficult. Um, okay, so last one, and not Arsenal related. Who's your World Cup winner? Your Argentina. turn, Kev. Argentina. A Papua New Guinea in it? No, I don't I think so. Um, I, I, I have no idea, if I'm being honest. I will go very boringly for Brazil. Brazil. I, really have, I really have no idea. 
the only the only thing I'd say is that who won it? Who won it when it was in South Africa? Spain. All right, okay. I'll oh, shut up then. I was going to say the only thing that won it outside their continent is Brazil, but Spain won it outside their continent. But Brazil have won it in the in Europe. They've won it in Asia. Yeah. They've won it in in uh, South America, obviously. And they're the only team that have won it in three continents. And I, I, I just think they, they can play in any conditions. Their style suits any conditions, and it will absolutely suit um, the conditions they're going to get in Qatar. So I, I would go for that based on that. I don't know enough about international football to really be... Um, really give you a definitive answer i have if i looked i look at france i always think they've got a great team um but i think they've got an awful manager so it does it, it, the same with us as well i think we've got an unbelievable team um the individuals are but i think we've got a manager that sucks um i think we might be missing we might have missed out now if we should have won the previous one but yeah. hey there you go you never know you never know Barry kane stays fit and uh and um, he, he he decides to have some bottle and and play a few forward players. If he, if he plays Foden and and Saka, be well behind Harry Kane with someone central. Don't know who um, behind Harry Kane. Then we might have a chance. He's got he's got good. Dip, he's got he's got. I like Declan Rice. I like um, uh, Jude Bellingham. Yep. Uh, I think we've got some really good defenders. I think we've got some absolute defenders who who, who stink, who he's taken. Um, yeah, I think we've got a chance, but he'd have to make some brave decisions. And he ain't going to make them brave decisions because he's taken them already. He's taken them players who stink, who, who have stunk for a while, just aren't, or aren't just international quality. He's taken them there, and so he's going to play them. And uh, but that's, that's up to him, minute. He'll be on his neck when he gets um, probably gets a sack. But I'm still cheering on England. I'll, I'll and I will cheer on Harry Kane if he scores as well. I won't if he dives. If he keeps on diving because I find it quite boring. Cheer, too. cheer especially especially loud if he pulls up in the 90th minute of the final when we're already winning as well. That'd he could score a hat trick in the final scenario. and then just a, a wrecked hamstring in the last minute would be hilarious. He can still collect the cup. He can still yeah. win the cup. He still say, oh, I've scored a hat trick. Yeah, I've, I've scored 17 goals in the World Cup finals. Who would have thought I'm out for the season? Yeah, no, no, that'd be ideal. Yeah, yeah, Brazil and Argentina, the, the two that I've... I can't make my mind up between. But I think one any of European, any Europeans that you fancy? Um, I said earlier, Belgium, no, because I think they'll be really impressive in the group stage. Everyone will get a bit excited because they've scored lots of goals, and then they'll play someone decent, and their defence will get exposed. I don't rate Spain at all because I've no idea who's going to score a goal for them. I don't really rate Germany, but then again, it's Germany, so it wouldn't surprise me if they <laughs> just... just it's a bit like Australia in the, in the cricket. It wouldn't surprise me if they just rocked up to the final. Yeah, I, 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 Out of all of them, France is the one, I think. Yeah, but they, they won the last one, so they're due a kick-off with each other and stuff like that. So, yeah, France would be the European team. And I think for us... We'll be absolutely fine in the group stage. It's just as soon as we we play anyone 
anyone decent. Yeah. Don't I don't worry about us at all playing against teams we should be beating. It's just the when it gets to a team similar quality to us when when we need a change or something to to win a game. I don't I don't think we've I don't think the manager's got that got that in him. Which shame because he he seems like a nice bloke and he's obviously a very good suit getting at getting morale and stuff like that. But just tactically not that good. Uh. But yeah, I think Brazil and Argentina could be on course to play each other in the semi-final. So that in a in effect is the the winner of that. Yeah. Oh, that's a bonus. Yeah, they've. We could play France in the quarterfinal, which I think will be our undoing. We've got the United States, haven't we, in the group stages? A very fit side. What, United States? I, yeah. Apparently, yeah. They, they play all their MLS boys, though. They don't play the ones that play in Europe. So, well, I, I think I've overestimated them slightly in me predictors and stuff like that. I'll tell yeah. you what, ones, my ones to, to watch out are Uruguay. I think they'll be, they're always very solid at the back. And I think with, Suarez and Nunes up top that will that will cause problems. Yeah. Or as my child said when he was about four years old and was reading them reading all the names out in the World Cup, he called them You Are Gay. Which <laughs> I thought was really really funny. Who's You Are Gay? Uruguay. Top man. Yeah. Yes. Always a bit physical though, Uruguay. I just a tad physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I worry about the front line of Suarez and Cavani. I don't know how much legs they've really got left. Yeah. Well, Nunes, though, they've got Nunes. They've got Nunes, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We will, yeah. We, uh, it'll be interesting. I'm sure it'll be enjoyable. Yeah. yeah Maybe the, the group stage might be a bit of a Get start, it on, but when you get, get it to... over with as quick as possible so we can get back to proper football. Well, when I say proper football, I'm talking about Premiership because I'm still going to cock Fosters every week in the meantime. There you go, Matthew. There's the answer to your football. There, yeah, there is. If you're yeah. not, not got... And there's... Instead of watching Qatar-Ecuador on the Sunday. Yeah, the TFL's top London club. As in... It's the furthest North Station, I think. In, well, it's actually not. There's something Watford in there, but yeah. on the Piccadilly line, it is in real London as opposed to uh, ish. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that is it for for us this week. That's it from us until well, it won't be Boxing Day, but until until those fixtures, Arsenal wise. Yeah. Um. But yeah, thank you both for joining me throughout the course of the season and to, to Madeline as well. All been very enjoyable, most of them. And yeah, long, long may it continue. But yeah, yeah analysis and input, always very much appreciated. You're thank welcome. You. Yeah, so thank you for joining me. Thank you all for listening. And we'll be back next time. But until then, it's happy goodbye. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. And happy Christmas. Yeah.